Hi, I'm Dr. Gamma Verdian from Dental Lounge. Would you like to increase your success, whether it be personal success or career success? Studies have proven that enhancing your smile can enhance your quality of life in every way. I've seen hundreds of patients for porcelain veneers and smile makeovers with amazing results. Simply tap the banner and book your free consultation and I'll be happy to show you. And best of all, ask about our interest-free payment plans. Dental Lounge Macquarie Street. Create success with your smile. G'day everybody, welcome to the Carlton Show, episode dedicated to Brad Shine. Uh, lovely to have you with us uh, after what was uh, nothing short of a very, very disappointing performance on uh, Friday night. What are you scratching your head, Bags? Brad Shine. Number 10. I was going to go with Alan, Alan Mangels. Yeah, we well, can go with Alan Mangels if you like. You can come up with your... Hey, Very I'll dedica- disrespectful to Gags Gallagher. I will dedicate it to a 10 for me. You can pick your own. You know what yeah, we're going to no, do no, from now on, right? Yeah, it's been a few, I tell you. Gags. You go with your team. Old Mangels is the first Yeah, I'm going I Gags Gallagher. You know, we had a tweet... With all respect to Dylan McLaren. Yeah, well, there you go. I, I'm not necessarily dedicating it to the best player who's ever worn the number. I'm just got a bloke who may have been overlooked or... Go one each if you're going to Brad Shine had the nice mo. Sean Charles. Oh, was he number geez. 10? Was he number was, 10? Yeah, I don't think he ever yeah, played a game. No, he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> we had, um, I wore number 10 uh, in one year when I played footy, when we played for the schoolboy uh, school side. I wore number 10 and I hated it. It was the worst number. And somebody sent us a text message, a tweet uh, the other day saying, is there a worse looking number on the back of a jumper than number 10? And I don't think there is. Just the way it sits, it looks shit ass. 10 is just a bad, it's a bad looking number on the back of a jumper. You know, for anything with five on it looks good. Five, 15, 25, all the five numbers look good. Up Probably up until 35, Ed Kernay starting to get into, no, 25 down. But 10's just a rubbish looking number. Never thought of the Have aesthetics. A look at the Have a look at the aesthetics of, of the number 10. Interesting. No good. It's like the number 11. You've got to get the ones just the right distance apart from one another. Mm. You can have them too far. You can have them too far apart, or you can have them too tight. You've got to get it just right. Righto, folks. Don't turn off yet. It will get better. <laughs> Are you getting the impression that I really don't want to talk about Friday night? Rewarding the inevitable. Oh, we have to. We of course, have that's to. what we're doing we here. Um, so horrible start. Horrific start. The first. 10 minutes, I can't believe, I couldn't believe what I saw in the first 10 minutes. I thought, uh, we had to know that they're going to come out rev to the eyeballs and we had to be prepared to stand in their way. What were you thinking 10 minutes into the first quarter? Same tactics that Richmond used in round one. And they got the jump on us the same way. Disappointing. So. Oh, I was horrified. It was looking like... A 90-point defeat. <laughs> Funny about that. Yeah. Oh, look, mate, the first 10 minutes, that's, you know, it, it wasn't game over, though. We responded really well. Yeah, we the, did. The second half of that first quarter. Second quarter was really good, really good. Couldn't put it on the scoreboard. Uh, I know Gex wants to talk about butchering the ball and forward uh, structures and all that sort of stuff, which he can have a crack at. But, you know, the game in the third quarter... You know, six goals, ten to nothing. So they kick, I think they kicked four two in the first quarter in the first ten minutes, and six ten in the whole third quarter to nothing. So break that down. Uh, the big negative there is one and a half quarters. They kicked tw- uh, ten goals, twelve seventy two. Carlton zero. 
didn't touch the ball no. inside forward 50 in the third quarter. Alternatively, only went in twice. The other two and a half quarters, the other two and a half quarters, we got outscored by three goals. So it depends which way you want to look at it. That's the good part, but 10 12 against. And let's face it, that third quarter should have been 10 6. It could have done anything. It yeah, could have been yeah, anything. So yeah. I'm not trying to sugarcoat this one little bit. You take it for what it is. They're a young, we're a young team starting all over again. Um, you don't want to smash them over the head uh, about a performance. And this won't be the last time either that we'll cop a whack this year. Mm. We will cop plenty of these. There's no doubt about it. Um, for me, now is all about if they're going to put performances like this in, that's fine. It's going to happen. There's no doubt about it. It's the response. And that's what... The response I next week now. The, the, it's, now it's the response. How are we going to respond, the 22 who run out next, uh, whatever it is, Saturday, against the Swans or whoever it may be, whoever, it doesn't really matter because it's going to happen again. I want to see what response now by the 22 goes out. What are we going to do about it? Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't I'm, agree with I'm more. not... I'm not really reviewing the second half of the game because I, uh, in my guts, feel that it was basically a replica of what happened last week, only it was even to a greater extent in that instead of six young blokes, we had seven, and those guys clearly can't get through a full four-quarter AFL experience, uh, and it's just taking uh, too much out of the rest of the group to actually cover for that lack of leg speed and, and uh, gut-running that you need to have from start to finish. I think that is now something uh, that the coach has, or the coaching panel, have to start thinking about to be fair, not only to the kids themselves, but to the team and to the supporters who are turning up every week. We want to see more honest uh, performances, but it's a physically based thing as well. So now we have to start thinking about what is the correct mix of youth experience etc uh do we have enough informed players do we have the right mix of players what's the right balance to go forward because if we just keep playing the kids and as much as everybody wants to see the experience get into them uh we have to really think about uh, other aspects of the whole season as as a whole and um maybe we just play the kids in blocks you know give them three, four weeks, maybe even not play them. Some of them are obviously sore. They look pretty sore. They're taped up. They're, you know, maybe feeling a few bruises. But just on a case-by-case basis, maybe we have to play them in two, three-week blocks, give them a rest, even not play them in the twos, try and get them through the season and and balance things up in in between time. Anyway, just a thought at this stage. I'm sure they'll be thinking about that. I like like, that theory, actually. I like it, and I think... Um, I don't really want to mention the player, but I I know someone who knows one of these eighteen year olds who got told he was having his first game a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> okay, well there it is. So, so Tommy Williamson got told he was going to play two weeks ago against Essendon, and basically got told, "Look, we're not going to play you for a long, long time yep. for for seven, eight, nine weeks in a row. Um, expect to be in for two or three weeks." And I think they may well have been told that they're going to be in blocks. And, and I think it's a great idea. And even when they're not playing, skip a game. Mm. I think Weeder is tired. He's not right. But there's certain players, you know, uh, Seaton came out with the knee bandage after three-quarter time or something rather. You know, you don't want these guys at 18, and let's face it, physically they're not ready, like you said. Absolutely 100%. I totally agree with what you're on about, Gex. 
because I think you don't want to burn these blokes out. But necessarily, do they go back and play in the twos? Um, that has to be managed as well. Yeah, and I think I, I think that all, that all makes good. sense. Very good. No one expects them to play. Well, I hope no one expects them to be playing twenty-two games in their first year. I hope nobody's kind of thinking that that's going to be the case and be competitive four quarters, week in, week out. That just doesn't happen. We've said a number of occasions this year that assess these guys after thirty to fifty games. Wait, wait till they get a couple of pre-seasons into them, and they've played some AFL footy. Then by the time they're in their third or fourth or fifth seasons, then you're going to know exactly what you've got. The only thing I'll say about um, what you said, Gecko, and I, tell me if I'm wrong in, in um, reading your right. I don't care about the scoreboard. I, I, I hope they don't go to a point where they go, where you said we're going to be more competitive. I hope we don't go five kids out, five veteran, you know, in inverted commas, veteran AFL oh, players That would in. be stupid. I, I don't, I, you that, wouldn't do that. If that happens, Port Adelaide, had it been four or five of the kids out, and, you know, Palmer, if he was fit, Smets, Kerridge, Buckley. Um, Buckley, had they played on Friday, we'd still get beaten by 90 points, mate. Oh, it's, it might have been 75. It's not going to make any difference. So I hope... No, I, no. I hope I'm misunderstanding no. what you said. No, no, it's all about balance and and weighing up the physical capabilities on a week to week basis. It's got nothing to do with age, even because I've got a feeling some of the uh, older players need resting as well. Their bodies are sore. Um, so rather than forcing them to play every week and uh, not forcing them, but rather than you know sending them into another game every week and. I don't know what sort of measurements they take, but uh, you can basically see GPS, whatever. I know they can measure wellness and fatigue. Like they yeah. can do all that. I mean, they I can mean, do all they, that. They, they would have benchmarks to say, right, he, he's clearly struggling to get through four mm. quarters. It mm. might be time for a spell, you know, that sort of thing. But certainly not talking about dropping four or five young blokes. It's got nothing to do with no. pointing the finger or, you know. There the are kids, but the kids, to be fair, the kids... Were not horrible by no, any stretch, by of, the no stretch of the imagination. No, absolutely no. not horrible. No, um, I think what was horrible was our midfield was horrible. Well, again, we have no our depth. midfield was horrible. We got no depth, mate. We got that's no hor- depth. Yeah, I thought Murph had a really. I thought the skipper had a. Now look, apparently he's got a knock to his knee. He he's feeling a, a bit of meniscus. I thought he had a real poor. I thought yeah, he now he a, yeah. if he was carrying a knee through that, it explains why he couldn't close the gap. In a few chases, I thought. I thought when I was looking at the game, I thought, "Oh, Murph, we need we need more from you than that. You need to be non-negotiable. You can't let blokes run through one-arm tackles. You can't be doing this with this group." But apparently, he's got the sore knee, so I'm going to cut him a tiny bit of slack. A tiny bit of slack regarding that. Um, but again, once the once the front line mids were there, were nowhere to be seen. And Cripper whacked away. Oh, he was the only one. He was mate. the only one. He was I mean, the only one. You know, I thought, I thought Gibbs again. I, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm flying the flag. I feel like I'm the only current supporter that flies the flag for Gibbs. I thought, I thought Gibbs tried his he hardest. His I, thought, up. I thought he tried. I thought he tried bags. I mean, what more can you want him to do? He's one out against. There were two, they, there were two of them. They were two out. It was pretty much Cripps and Gibbs up against. I don't know five or six of them. Five or six. The only criticism I'll have with all the three guys, Murphy, Cripps, and Gibbs, that we'll mention, is their kicking. Because, like even Murph, there were some very curious types of kicks coming off his boot. I remember. Maybe he had the sore. They're saying he's got a meniscus. You know, it might be. But a banana pass from the boundary. Couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. What the hell's that? And little dinky high passes into a gap. All those things. They're not. 
they're not going to help the team. You know, like he missed the, that set shot last week. Remember that set shot he missed against Gold Coast? He tugged it left. It was there was an unusual look. He's not a beautiful kicker. He's of the got football. a hook in his. He his has, action. I, I, but that has. one looked like it was a bit more accentuated. I wonder whether he's just feeling. Again, we feel like we're apologists, and I don't. We're not going to be that for any of these Carlton players. We're not associated with a football club. We're not aligned. We can say whatever we want, but he has had a superstar to the year. Oh no, let's doubt. not let's not get Absolutely. off him and lay the boots in after one performance because his form up to round five has been has been pretty sharp. So. I'm going to suggest that he was feeling something on the way through in that game against Port Adelaide. Yeah. During or before? Well, well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you can't, it's hard to say before. Well, oh, look, I mean, if players are, are carrying things, and we all say that they carry things and they have to go through that, um, what I will say about blokes who are going into games that, you know, they're a bit iffy, bit iffy with injury and whatever, is there any point in playing them at the moment knowing that, you know, you've got blokes in the reserves who are wanting, you know, obviously they can get a game. Mm. Um, is there any point in this? I mean, I know that the coach and the coaching staff probably want guys to push through injury. Uh, you know, you've got to play. Oh, so what? You've got this or so what? You've got that. Now, you can clearly see Weedering is playing with um, some sort of... Uh, General soreness. Yeah, whatever it yeah, is. Car, one, of the, one, of the, one of the corkies is worrying yeah. him or something. Who knows? You know? Who knows? But, I mean, if, if you're not going to perform to your best, well, I don't see the... You know, we're not, you know, we're not playing finals. You're not playing a grand final, you know, and these type of things, I, I reckon you just, just tell people to be honest and say, look, you know, if you're carrying this, carrying that, and you don't think you can get through four quarters, we've got people who can step in who might be as good as you, mm. but let's expose them. I don't know. No, oh, no, I think we've got to... Look, we've obviously, obviously got guys, and we'll talk about the VFL you know, a bit later on, mm. but we've clearly got players who are physically capable of getting through four quarters at the moment. Um, you know, that was evident. Williamstown, I don't really know VFL form, but they're pretty strong. I believe. Flag favourites. Well, there you go. So we gave them a nice old hiding yeah. on the weekend. We've got. Oh, that's a massive win. Well, that's mate. An, okay. Well, that's a that's an unbelievably good performance. Um, uh, so, to my eye, there were, I don't know, there were seven or eight guys in that game who put their hands up for selection this week. That that would have been. We'll name the names later. But if just to the point about, yeah. let's not take blokes in who are sore anymore. Let's not take blokes who are carrying something, mm. because there's blokes underneath who can at least come in and physically um, compete for four quarters. Yeah, that, I'm just saying I don't want to hear the excuse of he was carrying this and he was carrying that. And I okay, was no, fair this. enough. I yep, don't want to hear that yep, excuse. Yep, yep. Yeah. The, like you say you don't want to talk about the second half, and we don't want to talk. We don't. We, I think we sort of have to a little bit. I just, As I stated, I just think it's an obvious reason that can be rectified from an effort point of view, whether it's it, – it certainly wasn't uh, – the drop-off went – the effort became up to too few due to the physical incomp. Uh, what am I trying to use here? I don't even know the word. Inability. The inability of the uh, the young kids, which is no how, fault of their own. How do you have in a game of footy though? So, how, I want to know how you have twenty four v two inside fifty through a quarter. I want to know how that happens. Collingwood did that against Sydney a few weeks ago. First quarter, twenty four to twenty three to one. Was it that? Oh, I remember watching the game. Was it yeah. that? Was it? Yeah. What? The, what? The, Twenty-four to two, mate. We didn't touch the footy inside no. oh, forward fifty. Absolutely terrible. In the third quarter, we did not have a possession. 
Once inside again, our forward fifty. Everything in the third dropped quarter. off. Everything uh, the tackling pressure dropped off. The you know, they were winning every clearance. They were using the ball really well. We we're giving them plenty of space. I know Gex wants to talk about the opposite ends, inside fifties, how we deliver it and how well, they on. deliver it. So get, go yeah, go it, hard. I just think uh, I've been talking about the way it's been a chronic issue for Carlton for, for years now. It's not it's not a symptom of this season. It's been going on for as long as I can remember. And there are two there are two components to making a forward line work. There's the guy with the ball and how he kicks that ball right. And what he sees and how he uses that space in front of him. That's that's something I've been bleeding on about since the start of this season and emphasising it. But what I now see that I think is even of more uh, of a priority is that the guys functioning in the forward line just haven't got any system whatsoever. And... I think as a very minimal sort of starting point, you must be moving. You must be a moving target at all times when you are coming up to the ball carrier. And when you compare the way Port Adelaide played, it's a perfect example of what I'm talking about because it's not hard to do what they did. They marked the ball outside 50 and they either took off on a U-turn play on and banged it in low and hard and as soon as I looked up, they had three or four guys running at them and presenting. So you either drill it down the hole into a, a waiting uh, chest mark because the guy's out in front calling for it. Or if there is nothing on, there's a one-on-one -on -one contest rather than three, four, five people in a huddle. And they kick to the correct side of that one-on-one -on -one contest nearly every time. You only have to stand your ground and then lean into that space, and you've got an easy mark. We, I, I, I can't even, I can't think of any time that we have done that consistently for years. So what does that mean? For a start, whoever's coaching that forward line is not coming up with anything new to change from one week to the next. Now, some of it is about the chemistry of weedering. Weeders is laconic, and he he backs himself when the ball's in the air to outread that ball with his opponent. So he is a bit of a problem as a forward in that regard because he won't demand the ball on a lead. He's he's not quick enough to do that um, repetitive leading on a consistent basis from everything that I've seen. It's just not his style of play. So. There's one. So if you mark the ball outside 50, you're going to have possibly the Ruckman down in the goal square, as I saw Phillips once or twice. Levi very rarely moves from that position when the ball is going to be kicked he deep. He just wants to kick high and long, yep. And, uh, and then you've got Wiedering who, who sits there as well. Now, two or three times, the guy outside 50 had no option because nobody moved into space. And just like every other week, has to kick long. Now, the ball's high. It's, it's the way the opposition backmen want to see the ball come in every single time because you're going to get a pack mark, the ball's going to fall to ground. And we don't have the guys... Well, for a start, because it's so deep to the goals, you don't have crummers who can be effective that close to goal. And... You know, it, it's a repetitive thing. It just kills me watching it happen every single week. We've got to do 
more of this Port Adelaide stuff uh, and what Richmond did. Grab the ball, turn, bang it in low and hard, and these forwards have to be switched on for those plays every single time to present. The only two that really can do it consistently are Wright and Silvani. They're the only natural forwards we've got in the team. But Levi's capable of it if he's... I'm, I'm sure he will do it if he's demanded to. But because he has to cover Ruck and he's constantly up and down the wing a bit, you know, it's hard for him to always be in that position to do it. So that leaves Weedering as an issue for me. Um, I would I would rather... I don't think McKay's ready, but we have to come up with an... Mackay. Al- a Mackay, sorry. We have to come up with an alternative to play that role who's going to be leading out from goal consistently, seriously. He'll get his chance. He's going to get his chance because he, if you're talking about blocks of you know games into these young players, I don't think anyone... It's clearly a passionate lament of yours. I don't think... And you've... That was that was a longer soliloquy I'm than sorry, Shakespeare sorry has ever the time I took has there. ever ever produced for anyone. Hamlet, Hamlet's longest soliloquy never went that long. So I, I, I appreciate and I applaud your ability. I don't think anyone disagrees with you. By the way, we, no bags. You wake up. I don't think anyone. I know the lament is. A, I think we all share it, mate. Yeah. We all share it. Yeah. But we said the, I've said this from day one. We we don't have natural forwards. We we haven't. We haven't we haven't recruited natural forwards to our. But he said it was twofold. I understand that, but if you've it, the the kicker, sometimes wants to know exactly that when he turns around, there's the going to be a forward makes the kick. Exactly, you demand. Well, you can do one of either. A forward can turn and and kick the ball to where the forward should be, and if they're all on the same page, this sort of stuff just happens seamlessly. But I think you're right. I think you've identified the two blokes in our team who know. When the ball's 80 metres or, or 120 metres away and they can see the chain play out further afield, they, they, in forwards instinctively know this stuff. They get on their bike. They identify the space. They can see the creases in the defence. They know how to make something happen. They know how to make themselves an option for players further afield. I don't think we have players who naturally know how to do that. And I think that, that has a knock-on effect both ways, whether you're going forward with the ball or whether you're trying to have the football directed into a spot where that, you can be a meaningful that, option. What you're talking about is in open play. I'm also talking about set play. I know play. this is going to kill this. Okay. this kills set us. plays yeah, are yeah. very look, important look, here. The second half of the first quarter, when we started to get plenty of inside 50s, plenty of them, and... You kept the, missing, mate. But... No, that was the second quarter. Uh, the second half of the first quarter. Didn't we miss three late in the first that we could have easily Yeah, kicked? yeah. There were, there were chances, but... Sorry, okay. The first part of the, the first quarter where we were getting ball in, but the kicker was putting it over the top of our forwards mm. and they were marking everything behind us. That was killing us. Uh, yeah. And they should have gone low or into space. Now, when they got it, they went quick. They're just rebounding, right? Rebounding. Then we got our game going a bit better, and in the second quarter, we had shot after shot after shot, open, good look at the goals, yep. a great look at the goals, and sprayed them all. Now, we're not going to win the game of footy, obviously, but that halftime scoreline, I think Gex was at my place, and we both felt that if we could kick the first two in the third quarter, we're actually it's in game. the game. Yeah, yeah, true. We're yeah. actually in the game. Well, that didn't happen. We saw what happened. It was a disaster, but... At halftime, I thought if we just got better use or, or straightened up a little bit, that things might have turned our way. Now, that didn't happen. So, 
you know, th- this forward line structure problem, it's definitely there. And blokes, when blokes are standing next, uh, two Carlton blokes are standing next to each other with their defenders with them, can someone just say to one or the other, can you just lead away from me? Lead away and take mm. your player away from me, please. Mm. Right. Give Voidering the chance one-on-one. Well, like just lead away but and take your bloody defender away they, from me. Are they allowed to do that now? I'd like to know what what is the... You know, the the old day. What do you reckon Lockett did? What do you reckon Lockett did? When, what do you reckon Sticks did when oh, players folded Andy, back into his Andy, space? There's plenty of dummy Get, leads. There's plenty oh, of dummy leads at the did, moment. And, and smart footballers know... Well, I can see him leading. He's taking a defender away. I'm not kicking it to him because I know that I'm just going to go for the one who's actually on. Yeah, but what, uh, so yeah. the dummy leads—they're still there. The good side's doing beautifully, and just take what they do is they just take their defender away from the congestion. Space opens up behind that lead for the the, the, the intended receiver to. Work then if into he doesn't it. mark it, then the pickets and the rights and the whoever's down there have got space. Mm. If the ball hits the deck. To run on and Look, take a crumb. As we're discussing, there are a number of alternatives. My problem is I see nothing. I don't see any science week after week, and I'm sick of it. Please, just try something different. So yeah, the, yeah. so th- this lack of... Ha- okay, going to your handball watch week in, week out, right? Oh, don't bring that up. Don't so, bring that up for, for starters. We went, a, went 150, 52 more, and we lost by 90 points, so... I'm going back in my shell. No, no, but it but it goes to um, it goes to the willingness and preparedness to to take the game on. Yes. To over to to you know to run to receive, to get some energy into your football, and to take the game on. And I think I I was listening to Brendan Bolton on Crunch Time on SEN on Saturday morning, and I think there's. It struck me that they are worried about. They're worried about turnovers. They're worried about giving the ball back too quickly, um, and so I think it is an instruction. It's not a go slow. It's not. Well, it may be go slow, but it doesn't feel like coming from the coach that it's a deliberately go slow. But it is. I think be careful. Safe to carry. I think it is be careful, and I don't know whether that lends itself to solving the problem it does. that you're talking it does. about. It does a bit. Absolutely does. If you're going slow and methodical down well, the ground, well, yeah, yeah. well, it gives the opposition plenty of time of course, to send, yeah. send numbers back. Hmm. That's exactly what's perhaps happening at the moment is that we have got far too much congestion in our forward line that there is no damn space. So in a game like, here's the value of hindsight and whatever, but I think we all expected that Friday night was going to be hard. I think we just felt, you know, Port Adelaide lost two in a row. Yeah, yeah. We all had it down as a loss. We knew, we, we knew it was going to be hard work. I would have actually liked, and I don't know whether fatigue kicks in here, and I don't know how capable they are, but I know you don't want to use that as excuses. But it would have been nice in that game if we could turn back time and actually do what you're saying. Okay, boys, let's have a go here tonight. Let's just have a go. Odds are stacked against us. You know, no one's given us a hope in hell. It's Friday night footy. Let's throw this week. Let's throw the go slow out the window. Let's go. Let's take these pricks on and let's have a go. You know, there's, we didn't see much of that. That time in the early in the, the, in the second quarter when, you know, miss, 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 Gibbs around the body, sauce misses. That we actually were creating a bit of momentum and we were pinging it in there. And when the ball hit the deck, all the things we're talking about looked a possibility for about 10 or 15 minutes. Well, if you look at, I mean, I haven't, got, I haven't written down the statistics at half time, but we did go through them, didn't we, Gex? 20, and, 
28-26 inside it, 50s. Uh, that, that was the score, 28-20. Yeah, yeah. um, we did not have a tackle. Uh, this I don't know with this. Yeah, did not have 50. one tackle inside, inside 50, 50 to half time. Mm. Not yeah, one. That's, that's, that's poor. So aside of that one, yes. I think everything else was pretty much <laughs> okay, yeah. even, uh, reasonably even, you know, contested footy, all those th- you know, things. But then, then you look at the end result and, you know, there's the poles apart. Although contested footy wasn't too bad. Uh, but again, you know, Gex mentioned too, contested footy. What does that actually mean? Mm. You know, like you win contested footy and give it straight back to them. What's the point? So... The effective contested footy is where they were hitting us badly. They were they were getting us when they won the contested footy, then they were off to the races. Now they just all go. That's what they do. They when, go. Yeah, yeah. And when you're a better side, they know oh, these blokes won't keep up with us. These blokes won't tackle us. You know we're off. We're all going right. Now if you're a better side and you structure up better and you know you corral them a bit and then you get them back the other way, you pull their pants down. Mm. So that's going to come in time. Now I think. This is going to sound ridiculous, but we need these losses. No, I don't think we we'll, need them. You know, uh, yeah. we're we're a marathon. This is not a dash for the cash. Yep. Right. So we we're in a marathon. People will hate me for saying, "What are you on about?" We need these losses. We do need these losses. Nothing comes easy. It's hard. It's bloody hard out there, mm. and you're not <laughs> going to expect, you know, these young kids, and we've got old blokes towards the end, young kids starting out. Middle of the rungers, not perhaps up to it. Quite, yep. Quite up to it. Yep. So for me, I I draw the comparison to GWS starting out when they came into the comp. I know we're not starting out. But in a way, are we kind of starting out? Are we kind of are, aren't we? We really? are, mate. We are. We are. We so are. We the are. comparison is GWS in their first two years mm. were getting spanked left, right and centre. Mm, mm. They pulled the odd game out. Uh, I think we even annihilated them one, one year when... Smashed them. So don't get too down about a 90-point loss because we're going to get one against Adelaide. We'll get one against GWS this year, and and there'll be a couple more. It doesn't it comes back to don't worry about the scoreboard. Mm. When you get a quarter like we had in the third quarter, you know, I thought, well, wow, you know, I can't remember what the score was at three-quarter time, and we lost by a couple extra in the last quarter. But the last quarter... You could see they dug in, they threw blokes around, they threw Doherty into the middle, and you could see a better attack on the ball. Not good enough. Kick 4-2 to 6-1. That was all right. First half was okay. Yeah, it was. No, no, it was. It was one and a half quarters we're talking about here. So in 30, 40 games down the track, I can remember saying to you, Andy, a few years ago about Port Adelaide, right? Yeah. I rang you up one day and I said, geez, Port Adelaide, how far are they away? And you said, oh, they're five, ten years away, Baz. You know, they lost by 140 points, one of their biggest defeats of all time. Two years after I told you that, they played a prelim and should have won against Hawthorne. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're an unusual study, Port Adelaide, because we're all smarter in hindsight with Port Adelaide because when they were underperforming, and then Hinkley comes in, and then they do what they did, turn around in two years the way they did, mm. whereas it didn't look like it was possible in the previous coaching regime. What they'd done is, in the before Hinkley got there, so the, in, using our window, using us as an example and a comparison to them, they were like three years before us. They'd actually, they had actually recruited a lot of top-end talent. Mm. Mm. That hadn't done anything. 
that they've been waiting for someone to come in poorly coached and coach them properly. Right. Okay. So Hinkley comes in and suddenly coaches them properly, and we all go, "Oh, hello! Have a look at these blokes. Where have they come from?" Well, the hard work was actually done a bit earlier. Okay. I think enough. we are. Again, people don't like hearing this sort of stuff, but but I don't think we're Bolton. Brenda keeps using the word reset. This is a rebuild, mate. This is a rebuild from the bottom up. This, oh, this, they don't like this is a rebuild, rebuild from the bottom up. Yeah. It's it's we are at our top end of experience and um and talent. You know, they might jag a final before their careers are up. They might get a, another finals campaign. I don't think Gibbsy will be there next year. I think he goes. Murph Simo. Rowey, Whitey, yes. a couple of those blokes won't be there when we play our next finals campaign. Murph's the one you hope will still be there. I don't know how it's that's we're looking through a few years down the track. I think minimum before we're there, minimum because we need to keep doing what we've done in the last two years. We need to keep going to the draft and we need to get keep getting quality stock. Oh, no doubt about it, We need to pick well. The side that's going out at the moment in two years' time will look completely different again. Of course it will. I sent you the team we sent. I sent you the team that played. In fact, I think I tweeted it out. The team that played Port Adelaide the last time we played them at Adelaide Oval ran 22-2014. Some of the names. This is is two two years ago. Nick Holman, Brett Johnson. Blaine Johnson. Blaine Johnson. Blaine Johnson. Johnson. I mean, good luck to him. And, fellas, thanks for the efforts. But... You couldn't believe that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. This was two years ago. We'll look back on the team that ran around in two years' time. We'll be looking back at the team that runs around on various times in 2017, and we'll be saying the same thing about, you know, six or seven of the guys that are going to play 10 to 12 to 15 games this year. They're good characters and they're good foot soldiers, but they're not part of the, they're not part of the solution. Definitely they're not. They're not part of the solution. So every Carlton supporter needs to... Well, I think we all agree with this. I think we're all on the same page. Just settle in, settle in for a, a rocky road. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be a lot of these sorts <laughs> I of. I think I've said it plenty of times yeah. tonight. It's, yep. it's going to happen, so, boys. So um, we spent a lot of time on, and I think this is a conversation the council board is having. Let Charlie Kerno, we'll get to our votes later. I don't know how highly you rated his game, but when we said he last week, and we said, "Come on, Charlie." We need a bit more from you. We need you to just attack the footy a bit harder. He was a shining light. Yeah, how good? How good was? And this is what I walk. This is what I think we all walk away from. Mm. You, there's frustrations with the way we're playing, but we understand it's about the individuals because mm. these guys are going to play. You know, a lot of these guys are going to play 50 games together, and then when they're playing in their fourth and fifth years together, they're going to know exactly. They're going to know each other's. I want to talk about the, something that happened in the rooms after the game too. Um, they're going to know each other. They're each other's game intimately, and they're going to know all those things. Turn on the left, I know Soss will be out there. If I go that way, he'll be out there. Samo's going to know. He will drive this team. Cripsy and him and hopefully a few other that we've – they're going to – Zach, they're going to drive this team, and they're smart enough to know what's going to happen. Um, but you see Kearney, you walk away from the game the other night, and you go, okay, there's another one. There's another one who's going to be there for 10 or 12 or 13 years that we can – He's going to be part of our next good team. Oh, he, he came out of his shell much more than, obviously, the first four rounds. And you could just see the qualities that he exhibits starting to shine, you know. And he was taking big marks, covering lots of territory, doing a lot of hard work, bumping and inside and outside. So, you know, he, he showed he has the potential to play that complete football that we've all been 
hoping for. And, um, you know, now that he's raised the bar to that point, that's what we're expecting from him. You know, he's got to maintain standards and, and continue to keep playing to that level now. No, he was brilliant. He was brilliant. You know, like what you saw, I think they saw, and perhaps just showed him a little bit of footage and said, you know, you had a reasonable game, but there's these couple of little areas here that which you need to, to improve on. Well, mate, I reckon the first contest he went in, he went it's flying through. Different player. I think he missed. I think he missed someone. But I tell you what, if he collected him, he was in the grandstand. So he knew uh, what they were talking about. And so, you know, as a player, sometimes you know, until you, you know, until you revise your game, you probably don't even realise sometimes that you didn't do this or you didn't mm. do that. So when they show him, he thinks, "Oh, yeah, geez, I didn't go hard enough mm. there, mm. or I didn't. You know, I should have stepped in there, or I should have done this." So that's all about learning, you know, and it's it's fantastic. I'll tell you what I like. I like now, I've got mates of mine who support other clubs and and it's really encouraging to hear them say, you got a few good players. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie Kerno They weren't saying this right. a couple of years ago, mate. S- uh, Jack Silvani can play. Mm-hmm. That's Samo Petreski Seaton. He, he goes all right. Wiedering's not bad. I have not heard that since Cripps came to the club. Yeah. From my mates who follow other clubs, uh, once years and look, I'm not saying they're geniuses of the game. These mates are not either, but I'm just saying that if their mates are yours, they're not. They're geniuses. probably not. No, no. I'm just saying that like it's great to hear joking, uh, opposition supporters saying, "No, you've got a few there now. They're, they're, they're all right. They're all right. You just need you just need Harry Mackay to come in mm. and do something, mm. or you need to pinch." Someone from there or another one that comes in there and you need, oh, you need more midfielders. Well, we know that. Mm. You know, hello, we know this. Mm, yep. it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a secret. So I just want the people to understand that the sprouts that we talk about, they're there. It's, it's slowly going to happen. We're not going to get the wins that we would like to get, but you've got to look at it with open eyes and understand what we're trying to do here. If we can get there to a certain level. It's all about what the coach says, sustainability. Yeah. We don't want to just get there and, 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 and pop our heads in for a couple of years and then we're back where we started from. No, we want to get there, stay there and sustain. A couple of things I saw in Charlie outside of all the things he did as a player on the night. And I, ha- I'm, I'm, I don't know whether I just hadn't seen this before or I don't know whether he's been doing it and I just haven't seen it, but... He was um, getting over to blokes who had busted their ass, bottom of the pack. He, I reckon on three or four occasions, he grabbed the jumper and pulled them up. He mm. got, got over, come on up you get. He, guys who laid big tackles or whatever, I reckon on two or three occasions in the game, I saw him get over and, well done, shut, like ruffle the head, get it, great stuff. In the rooms after the game, when, yeah, that sort of loss, um, you know, it's easy to go into a corner, put your head down, sit on your ass. Feel a bit sorry for yourself. Hope no one comes and notices me. This is look. I I look at these stupid things. I know you're a bit the same. You look at these stupid it. things. He I, was over what, with Jack Silvani. Yeah. He was over with Jack yeah. Silvani. They were standing up. They were standing up, and he was he was pushing him like oh, this bloke was doing that to me. Or he, he it, they were going they were going through some little thing that either it happened to him or he'd seen happen to Jack. This after the game when they should be feeling sorry for themselves, and they were going through. It was all. It was almost like I saw him do that to you, or next time, mm. next time, or I reckon you could do that if you're trying to, or whatever it was. 
he was in the game, mate. He was still, his brain was still operating on, okay, that, that was an experience. Well, I've learned something. We'll take something away from it. Let's not have the tail between our legs here. Like you said, these are the losses we need to have. He was, his brain and his energy was still up after the game. And I thought, shit, I like that. I really like what I'm seeing from you. We've all played games of footy after those sorts of losses. You don't want to talk to anyone, but you just want to get in your car and go home. But he was not, he didn't appear to be like that to me. And again, they're tiny little things and I'm probably barking completely up the wrong tree. But there, I love seeing that sort of stuff. And I like seeing it from him because I've always thought, like we said last week, I thought he was a bit of a floater and a bit laconic and, you know, done things. he's done things pretty easily in his career. But he showed to me, just on a couple of occasions, he was prepared to get out of his own comfort zone um, and engage. And I thought, oh, I really I like what I'm seeing with that. I really like what I'm seeing. Oh, no, I like all those things. All the little one percenters that, you know, no one really picks up on. They do mean – if you – have seen it and I'm back in your judgment that you know when you see something you see something positive uh, for whatever whatever they were talking about it means it doesn't matter what they're talking about but you've obviously seen it and you thought I like that I think I know what he's going on about and you're right he's still in the moment that's great that's he great. wasn't defeated do you know what I mean like no, he wasn't it's... he was he didn't give the body he wasn't giving the indication uh, of a man who was defeated by you know by the loss mm. they might have been beaten Right, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Well, got beaten in the quarter and a half yep, of footy. Yep. So, uh, so that was Charlie. Anyone else see anything that you want to particularly bring to the table from the game? Because we do want to talk about. We want to spend a bit of time talking about the VFL. It was mm. a big win, and there might be a bit of false gold in there. I'm not sure. There might be some real stuff in that we need to talk about, uh, particularly in a week where I think there might be a few changes going into the Sydney game. Anyone before we get off the Port Adelaide game? What about the – all I've got is um, the Robbie Gray effect, the third quarter that he had. I'm still got real concerns about us not having that lockdown back pocket. And I'm not sure that he's at the club anyway. Have we got it? Is there, Dangerous small forwards. Yeah, yeah. The dangerous small forwards have been getting under our skin. Midfielders kicking goals are getting under our skin – I know Lynch kicked the seven last week, but these tall forwards Matera didn't really three. do much. You know, Sam Rowe, right, we'll had four touches. No, we'll talk about him in the votes, I reckon. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, go now. No, no, go no, no, it doesn't matter. No, 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 I want you to because he, oh, we'll well, he, he gave Dixon a oh, nice one. Of course he did. He just gave him a nice two one. Two kicks, two goals. Oh, gave him a nice one, mate. Seriously. Oh, I mean, people I mean, are potting rope. People, for what? People are saying he should be dropped. Oh, please. Oh, yeah, well, I've no, done. Please. So we're doing this on Sunday, right? We're doing this on Sunday. I've done four hours of pregame on SEN. We had some bloke ring up and go, Sam, Rowe, I'm sick of him. I'm done. Get rid of him. He's no good. He's had too many sherbets. Watching. Uh, Friday night. What are they watching? Get... Honestly, what are they watching, these people? It's Friday night. They get on the beers. They've got no idea what they're talking about. It's a about. Sunday afternoon, mate, the bloke rang. It was at like 1.30 oh, in the Oh, maybe afternoon. he's still on the beers. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Heck, I'm not going to talk know. for somebody else. But we know Sam Rowe is... He's as good a fullback going around. I agree with oh, you. He's a bloody beauty. He's I a mean, ripper, mate. Last week. Three goals last week, yes, against Lynch, right, were his fault, blah, blah. But you know what? It's a collective. So, you know, those big forwards are always going to damage you if you let them have the ball so easily. So in terms of Rowe, Rowe has hardly put a foot wrong all year. And then in a smacking like this, what was it, 20 goals 17, mm. 
And Charlie Dixon, the guru from wherever he's from, yep. has two kicks, two goals. Is that what he did? Yep, pretty much. Yep. Well, come on. Kick two. Give us a spell, will no. you? Please. No. No. 20 goals, 17, you'd expect them to... Charlie's kick five and, and Westhoff's kick three and so-and-so. No, it was... Bloody hell, mate. Robbie Gray. Hmm. Robbie Gray's kick six. You know, and, and I'm... Yeah, oh, I think you're right. I think you've identified something. They've that, got to find in the draft or from another club or whatever, we've got to find a lockdown small backman who doesn't have to take the game on, who stays back and minds these little bastards. By the way, Robbie Gray's going to do that to a lot of good players. Oh, I'm sure yeah, he, he is. Do that to a lot. Well, he has no, done it. Identi- he, okay, yeah. identify who was on him. Uh, well, I think Plowman had him for a little while. Oh, there was all sorts um, of things yeah, going all, on, mate. Things. Sim- Simpson, had, Simpson had to go up him. against him. And Doherty, and Doherty on was on him. Yeah. Everyone's having yeah, it. Yeah. But, you know, we know it's a collective down there, but we don't have the collective. Out of all that six or eight that we got down there, yeah, no, it's a, is there anyone that can, you're confident, one-on-one, you're going to beat those type of forwards? Like a purely negating... Yes. No, well, no, I don't think... No, I don't think... No, I don't think I am. But I don't think going to a game against Port Adelaide or any side with a player like Robbie Gray who sits that close to goal and can be that destructive, I don't think any side in the competition would be feeling like they've necessarily got a bloke who's going to take him out of the game. But you're right. I mean, no, no, no. I know what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm just saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. But the problem was we couldn't keep the ball out, out, of, their, out of their forward 50. The ball went in there 24 times in the third quarter. <laughs> 24 times it went in in the third quarter. Yeah. So, yeah. so Robbie Gray is going to get half a dozen looks, minimum, if it goes in twenty four times. Should have minimum, more. Oh, mate, you should have kicked kick five in the quarter. Exactly. So, I absolutely hear what you're saying. Mm. I don't think. I, I, can I, I'll just say, and I know you agree with this. Maybe, so, maybe the play is finished. Maybe know, that type of play is finished. I don't know. I know. I know you agree with this. I don't think our, our backline so far this season has been a reason to get excited. Mm. I think our backline. Generally speaking, has been like our just I, our pure backline. I agree. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But it can be better if we happen to find a small backman who is. How many of them uh, are there left in AFL? Football? I don't know. I was going to ask the like, same. Who's the best? So GWS is the best. Them and Adelaide are the best sides in the competition at the moment. Adelaide's backline just go. They're just going to kick more goals than you. Yeah? I don't think they necessarily. They don't have a. They've got you know blokes like, um, Laird. They, who are their small defenders who lock down? Like Tali is their real lockdown defender, but he plays on the talls. So, um, GWS, Nick Haynes can do, but 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 he's a very offensive player. He's sure, but he's sure is probably the one. He sure can get his opponent, but get off him. So okay. is he, he the type? He just gives his opponent a headache. <laughs> he does. He does. Oh, look, I'm um, not sure. Any. I just think that uh, uh, it's yeah. a bit of a headache for me at the moment. Maybe it's not a headache for the club. I don't know. Maybe we just seem tall. Yeah, well, I think we yeah, seem too yep, tall. Yep. Yep. Uh, Doherty and Simpson, they like to get off anyway. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not really opponent conscious, are they? Neither. No. Of them. No. Never have. Just been. on Simo, he's. Hmm. He's only just going. <laughs> I want him to lift, mate. Yeah. I'm used to him getting at 25, 30, 33s. Oh, look, I think it, maybe he's got a different role, and I'm not seeing it. I'm not understanding it. Just on Jack Silvani, two weeks ago, we had that, that jubilant punch of the air when he won his first game and the joy of it all. Then I saw him at the end of this match, right, uh, shaking hands with the opposition. He was distraught. Yeah. He was pissed off. He was distraught. He was bleak. He was just dejected and I love that yes. 
I love that because you know, like he's he's obviously mad Carlton, and he loves it. He got his first taste of a win, and he was so jubilant. Then he got he just looked at the scoreboard and thought ninety points, mm. Jack. Honestly, mate, don't get too dejected. You're going to cop another few of these before you see you know the sun really shining. So, I, I, look, that was just something that I saw you know within two weeks. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, anything that you want to add? I don't think so. So, see, you mentioned this week. It is Sydney this week. I know you know that. There's zero and five. Five, sorry. So, I don't know what to expect from them. They're going to oh, on I'm, paper. They're going to look. They're going to look like a twenty goal better side than us on paper. I'm happy we're playing them at the G. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I like that. I don't even know what our team looks like, right? But I'm going to say this, and if this is the group that I think it is, I'm going to put something on the line here. If this is the group that I think it is, we're not getting blown out of the water by Sydney this week. I don't think we will. We're not going to get towed up by the Swans. As I said, no way, no how, under no circumstance are they going to. They they can't. They can't. This is the response that we're after. If it's the group that I think it is, Mm -hmm. it won't happen. It won't happen. Well, we rectify what seventy percent of the problem is with selection. Uh, you know, that from my point of view, mm-hmm. that part of it can be controlled easily. Well, okay, so go into what that means. What, well, so that, you're, you, you got said, free, you got free range at the selection table. No, you, no, you, no, 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 no. It's not about who we select, but I'm just saying that the weight of our loss was due to the seven kids, and it's not their fault. It was their physical. How, so how many kids here are we going to play against Sydney? How many are we going to play against Sydney? It's only two or three players to balance up that problem. It's only two yeah, or three. I'll, I'll be shocked if I'll be shocked if five kids go out and no, only I'm one not, or two I'm come not in. Suggesting the kids. I reckon only one or two. Are, I reckon it's, it's look, about yeah, it's about beefing up the midfield where we can. Oh, there's no doubt about it. So Sydney, there is more run between the two centre square lines. Yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. That's all. Look, Sydney. I'll, I'll half back to the Collingwood game. Collingwood purely got them ferocious tackling mm. the whole four quarters. That's what they focused on. They know that Sydney are the stoppage kings. They the midfield's you know, not going as good as in previous years. They are the stoppage kings, not this year. No, but, but they still want to play that way. That's what they want to yeah, do. Exactly. They, I'm, yeah, I'm saying that in the past they are the stoppage kings, mm. right? You can't beat them at clearances, stoppages, all that sort of stuff. So, much to what the reserves did to Williamstown and locked them in all the time, locked them in all the time and absolutely suffocate them that they that they it drive them mad. You know, they can't get the little flick out and, and, and they're off to the races. So, keep suffocating them and just congestion, congestion, boring again and boring again, right? If you see this on the weekend, we're in for a game of footy. Yeah. Yep. If you don't, and they are just walking, walking out, out yep, yep. look out. Hmm. Look they, out. They only scored nine goals on the weekend. Yeah, oh, no, I'm, I no, mean, I'm what, just saying that they're, they, they're they are struggling. Po- they, they kicked four they, in the first five minutes, mate. Yep. Oh, well, there you go. They they're kicked not, four in the first five minutes. Might, Have they got players coming in this week? Well, they brought, in, back? They brought, in, a, they brought in Tippett, Heaney, and um, Rowan last week. So so they've got a couple out, but they have they, they, well, on they did paper. Play, who they played? GWS. They did, and GWS so, are they are unbelievable. They are they unbelievably play, awesome. Look, but I, I'm totally agree with here's with what, you guys. I think that the, all right, we put the blowtorch on Charlie a little bit last week. Hmm. Let's just put the blowtorch on the 22 walk out there on on Saturday. The blowtorch is that they all to a man, as instructed, 
go out there and win the three main areas that you've got to win, right? So match it with them, and let's see where we are at three-quarter time. Mm. Are they going a lot? Uh, Melbourne and South, Melbourne and Sydney right now, how are they? No, uh, oh, no, Melbourne's going better than Sydney. Melbourne right. should be four and zip going into this. I don't know what's happening on Monday night if you've listened to this yeah. after. The so the game against game. Melbourne we played, we were in that game up to our ears oh, till the last Jesus. how many minutes? Geeks? The last thought we should have won. Five, it. ten minutes? Mm. Yep. Right? Okay. So there's merit in what Gecko say, says that Sydney are not the Sydney of the past. Mm. They can be. They could all of a sudden turn it around and then we've got egg on our faces and all the rest of it. But right now, if we can bring what we brought against Melbourne and a little bit against Essendon and a mixture of both, I think this is a game that is... I, I want to see the response. This is you know. so, so, okay. I think we all do. We all saw... It was great having the footy on the TV, the mm. VFL game on the TV, which was great. I think a couple of us... Did you go in the end or did you watch on the No, game? no, I had to work, but okay. I watched it at the replay okay. last night. So One eye open. Um, I think I've got a feeling there'll be some changes this week. I, I reckon I wouldn't be surprised if they do pull the pin. I reckon I'll give McCready a spell. I just reckon he looks he looks a bit leg-weary. I want him to just get fresh enough. I rate him and he's going to... I think we really like him, but... So there might be a few, right? Seaton might get rested too. I, I don't like I the, hope the he bandage does. coming yeah, out. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. Oh, I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, but I hope he's all right. Well, I, I hope they I play wanted, Paulson then. I, I hope wanted, they don't drop Paulson. I want Petrovsky soon to play against Sydney. Well, I, don't, I don't want him to drop Paulson. No, I hope they don't either. But I hope I hope Samo's okay. I want him to play against Sydney. He might not be okay. Yeah. So, um, What do you do? Open it up to you, Bucks. We've seen the VFL yeah, on the yeah. weekend. Oh, give, well, me, give me what you think's going to happen. I'll just mention a couple. I know Gecko's got a couple he'd like to talk about. I liked um, I liked Kerridge's game. His game was um, quite good. He had plenty of touches. And believe it or not, I did see him drub one in the first quarter. I thought, oh, wow, he's in for a shocker. Right, Just went along the ground mm. in the first quarter. After that... Mark Murphy did that. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay. Anyway, after that, he went over 80%, which is fantastic for him. That's a massive tick for Kerry. Yep. Um, Cunningham. Really like Cunningham's game. And I take your point, Gex, what you said before about Cunningham. Missed some easy shots in that the was, first that quarter. That was before we came on before in. Before we came on yep. in. Sorry, sorry. Um, so he is one that I really like his game because his body's developing he, he's an inside I mid. A bit of go about yeah, him. I don't mind him. He I don't mind him. Much. I don't mind him at all. Got a hard edge to him this yeah, year. Yeah, he has. Um, I'm eager to see if he gets a game. I'm really eager. I want him in. I want yeah, him in. Yeah, I want yeah. him in against Sydney. Yeah. I want him in. Okay. I can see him running away from Luke Parker. Mm. I can see him running away from Kieran Jack, who's just going. Okay. I can see him running away from a few of those Sydney bikes. So hopefully. Yeah, I'll keep well, going. Well, <laughs> well, they're two, for, for starters. There's one bloke I want to talk about. Um, a lot of people on Twitter were saying that McKay's a lock-in. He's no lock-in. No. I didn't like his game. His first half? There's a bit to like in his first half. Uh, or people locking him after three goals. No, we'll no, have no. a look at the three goals. Yeah, one was no. a free kick in the goal square. Mm. One was a one a metre from the goal line. And yep. one was an ice kick from it. No, I, I think he's got a little bit more time in the resis. He hardly touched it after right? half time. Yeah, he's got a bit more time in the resis. I think he'll be a player yeah, like you I do. He's, well, he's, no, yours. he's, he's your my, one for the he's year. He's my man, yep. yep. Kerr. Kerr, oh, if, if if Kerr had an AFL ripped body, he'd be in next week. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, he's got the puppy fat still. He's got the lockets about him, and he. But I'll tell you what, he can mark the ball, mm. can kick from outside he's fifty. Hallelujah. Kick. He's a beautiful right? kick. Uh, he goes to the right spots. 
smashes packs and creates the spillage. He's uh, a smart footy player. A natural forward. If he, if but not the, only it, that, he, he brought teammates in too. He's That's a good so mate. Exactly. He was looking. See that beautiful kick where he saw the space behind the goal square there, mm. and it was a beautiful piece hopefully, of football. Hopefully, you get. To, hopefully, you'll get to meet him at some stage too, because if you meet him. Mm. You will barrack for him so hard. Mm. You know, you just meet these blokes who are just one hundred percent made of the right stuff. I mean, he's he's heart he's, he bleeds navy blue. The family connection is mm. they're Carlton royalty for God's sake. Yeah. His old man played for the club. You know, he's he's the grandfather's a legend. The mother is like has done put her life into the Carlton Football Club. His mum has given everything to the football club. They're, his auntie, this foot, this family are Carlton royalty. I'm barracking so hard for this Andy, guy. Andy, we just want to see him play footy. I know, mate, but I'm just saying he, you know, like Jack Silvani. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm know, taking you, the piss. You know out what here, I mean? Yeah. Some blokes will come, Some blokes when they get there, they'll be they're happy. Mm. This bloke wants to. Oh, be, you can he see wants it. You to be a Carlton it. player. Mate. I'll tell you one thing. He looks like Jack Silvani last year, playing in the reserves. Okay. Uh, no, 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 not not the comparison. No, 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 saying, I know what you mean. In what you're AFL, trying to say, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I want to play, yep. I want to play, I want to yep. play. Yep. It's got up so to a great start, you, so, you know. You go on about your blokes. I, I, look, I'm I, glad you noticed him. I did. Good, oh, mate, good. you'd I'm, be mad not to. Uh, just looking, uh, the two clear best players for me were Nick Graham and Billy Smets. Uh, in, in. Purely for impacting the game every time they had the ball. Uh, Graham was neat and tidy inside, outside, um, set up. A lot of assisted goals, kick one himself, uh, was tidy for four quarters. And I think he, you know, he's one of those in-betweeners, but I think right now we need him in the side. Um, and Billy Smets, I know there's been a question mark about his physicality, but the man is the glue that we need in the transitional football that we're lacking at the moment. Um, so I don't care what the coaches are thinking about him. Based on <laughs> what I saw on Saturday... Gecko's got him in. He has to play. I'm with you. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Did you see the hook turn out of the corridor and, then the and he's drilled the bloody right. kick about two metres off the ground and nearly put a hole through the mm. bloody bloke. Hallelujah. I mean, I mean, come on. Give me come one on, other guys. Carlton player it's capable been... of doing that, yeah, and I'll drop my strides in Collins Street don't at the do moment. Oh, Please don't I'm do looking that. At, I'm, looking at Keep fo- I'm looking at five inclusions then. I'm looking at Cruiser back. Against, particularly if Naismith doesn't come in, right? Mm. They are so gettable in the ruck. They are so gettable in the ruck. Well, I'm saying the big, Cruiser, the big fella back. It, it, hopefully it was just... I'm praying to God that he's okay and he comes... He, he could really... He could be a what vital... What are you suggesting? You know something else. No, 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 no. I'm it was just, just soreness, wasn't it? Well, you'd... what does that mean? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know what that means. I mean, they said yeah, the same thing thumb. about Daisy, but yeah. Daisy it's was code. Yeah, Daisy, Daisy was, Daisy was dropped, dropped, mate. Yeah. He's just dropped. Just so say got, it. Yeah, just say it. Just say it. He was so, dropped. You I don't know? think he wants to play in the twos. Now, we've got Kerridge, Cunningham in, Graham uh, and... No, I'm not, I'm not suggesting Kerridge comes in at all. I'm saying... I am. I'm so, oh, oh you yeah, are. you're going to have to okay. turn up too. And then we throw up I still, Cruiser. I so still, maybe five changes. I still think Kerridge's skills aren't up to AFL standard. You know what, though? Uh, they're probably not, but his stats said that they were yeah, I, on that game. That's, but, I only no. trust my eyes. The stats yeah. that are rubbish, Okay, seriously. <laughs> no, I thought he was, no, he was... You know what they've got to do, though? Here's what they've got to do, whether you like it or not. Brendan Bolton keeps saying we're going to pick blokes on form. Don't Correct. worry about don't worry about the young blokes. They're in because they deserve to be in. Paulson in the AIS game the week before was so good 
He had to come in. Don't worry about his birth certificate. He had to be in. He was a standout in that game. And his game against Port was good. A game against Port. So he had to play, right? Mm. So that's why he got in. So if they're going to be fair income and they're going to pick on form. Yeah, but what's can't... form? I'm talking about there's a set of standards. Oh, I understand it's that. it's not about form, a generality. Well, you can't. well, how else do you assess a bloke? It's about... If a guy goes back and he's clean... Why, why did he get dropped in the first because place? Because he butchered Thank it. Thank you. But he goes back and he doesn't butcher it. He Look, if you watch the game fairly, half the time he did and half the time oh, he didn't. Oh, yeah, 80%, right. 80%. Surpri- that surprises me, to be honest. But it, use your hands well. Kick. Don't try and kick the... He bo- did that a bit more. Don't try and kick the thing he into did place. That a lot more. Don't try he used the hands. Don't bite off the kick you can't do, mate. For me, and that's where the op- that's where his teammates need to help him out here. Sammy's got it. Get long down the line. Don't give him the forty-five in the corner. Everybody I'm- does it anyway. Mate. Well, that's you- the problem. Okay, it, well it is for me. For me, he's a, he's if he's going to play, he has. We have to find a role for him. Well, and give him maybe a maybe it's a defensive forward. Well, stick him because on because he can kick a set Kennedy. shot. Stick him on Hanbury. He might be this back backman that stop that stops people or. But maybe he he the one of the attributes he can do is set shot goal. He's actually he's quite not going to have tidy. many shots from down there. But <laughs> if well, I'm looking at him. He's sitting on Tom Papley. I'm looking at him shots. one end or the other. Probably not the back line because you need to use the ball from there. But maybe a defensive forward who can chip in with two goals a week. I, well, I don't thought, know. Yeah, that's that's the role that I thought Rhys Palmer was going to play for us for a year or two. So he's injured. Okay, so Cunningham, Graham, Smets, we we're all agreeing. Are probably they probably did enough to very much push oh, their club. So who comes out? Well, okay, no, no. You want Cruiser in? Phillips. What happens? Phillips has to come out. He wasn't. Tap work was okay, but he didn't do a thing yeah, around. I the think ground. that was it was a good taste for Phillips because he now knows he has to go. Ryder right, didn't do up. much. Ryder didn't do much. I mean, he chopped out with him, but for mine, Cruiser's up and running, as we said. So he plays, Phillips goes back in the twos and gets another couple under his belt. Start taking some marks. We, yeah, we know yeah, he can do that. Yeah, We've yeah. seen well, him. Well, he's his first it. game back. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I think that, that's like for like. So, so Phillips goes out, Cruiser comes in. You've still got... You've still got well, it looks like the captain's going to miss. Is that right? Well, well, no. The, the, well, I don't know that for a fact. I mean, the watch was that the two that apparently, you know, pulled up pretty sore were... Murphy with the meniscus yeah, yeah. and um, Gibbs's finger apparently was particularly like he dislocated his thumb, didn't he? So and I've, if you've dislocated your thumb, they're not like the other fingers. If you dislocate your thumbs, they can take, they can be unbelievable. And your thumbs are in. Once you hurt your thumb, you can't do anything. Mm. And I mean literally play for the rest of the game. I know, but they can pull up real bad after. Mm. Oh, so that's I, all I've I've I haven't looked at the outs. I've got no idea, but I'm just saying that they're the, they're the four or five that oh, have no to be definitely looked at. Courageous. It's very difficult. Oh, courageous. Well, I haven't looked at. I haven't looked at it. Twenty five against. No, I haven't looked at it. I mean, Probably. look, McCready we'll, we'll might, McCready might need a spell. Yep. Um, uh, do you, you bring in? Okay, what do you do here? Do you bring in? Do you send Weidering back? At least two of the kids will be rested this week. I think. I think you're right too. Seaton might get rested. Can don't you call know. me Petreski soon? Well, why, don't why do I have to? He's, I don't have to because... His name's not Because Seaton. it's hard. <laughs> well, it is. It's his last name. It's Seaton. Let's have high oh, surname. All right. I, SPS might need a spell because <laughs> he's got a sore knee. You're an idiot. That's, this is not an English him, class, mate. Seaton, Seriously. You know, um, you know what flunked HSC. So, so that's about that. Uh, votes. Votes, yeah. Votes. Votes. Um... Gecko, away you go. This is in our Carlton show, B&F. Hmm. We're friends, aren't we, at the moment? We're still friendly. 
with Who's a, getting on well with one another? Where? Here, now. Of course we do. Good. Vote. I, I love giving you shit. <laughs> uh, only three twos and ones this week. I'll give you, okay, right. Uh, yeah, I've, I've continued uh, with Levi. Gave him three. Um, defo- hmm. Disposal efficiency was good. Four goals. So you certainly can't pot him for any of that. Uh, Charlie Kerno for uh, 19 disposals, nine of them contested, eight marks. An excellent sort of uh, shift there. And I gave three as well to Doc, 29 disposals at 72%. Uh, when he went into the the middle in the last quarter, gave a real... Um, I think he sort of was showing a few other middies up, actually. He was sort of saying, boys, this is a way you actually... Yeah, he flew the flag. I, I, like I liked it. I liked it. Yep. I, I liked did it too. too. I, I did too. There's so another. Right. Yep. There's something. There's uh, and something. I, I also, I was, I was bordering with Cripps whether to give him three or two. I ended up giving him three. Um, he got 37, but I don't think he was overly effective as um, an impact player. I didn't even were contested. Uh, yeah, you know. There's contested he's on positions. His own, he's some, on his own. Mate, no, sometimes no, no. effort just He's on his own. Yeah. Sometimes. He don't was do massive. Mate, uh, he's clearly it. struggling. you just got to take out off for it to him to mate, get through a, a game. He's a huge. Uh, I'm going to laugh at this. I gave two to Gibbs. I just thought... I'm not laughing at it. I know he uh, he coughed a few fur balls up by <laughs> foot, but I thought he, he actually put in a, a fair shift. <laughs> and. Fur balls. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought his tackling was quite good. Even after the thumb, he, he tackled quite well and and did his um yeah, I thought he, I thought his he inside did. work reasonably yep. good. Um, and one each to Marchbank and Williamson. I thought were serviceable on the night as well. Jeez, right, eh? All right, I went uh, three Crips, three Charlie Kerno. Um, he's my big watch for the year. You know that, don't you? Is that yours? Is it? Yeah. Oh, you jumped. How's on? yours going? I've jump, jumped on oh, podcast so you're de- one. Are you death riding Harry? Are you? I'm just saying. How's just yours so you going? can have a little. Gex's so player is playing McCready. I oh, see so you have a little. My blokes had a His ball. Player poster. was Williamson, wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't. It was McCready podcast one. Don't be like I. Mate, oh, I got a, so that's how it is. I now. might look like an idiot, but I got a memory like an elephant. Now you, Harry McCoy, you put the you put the mockers on. <laughs> <there. laughs> right. Anyway, I can't remember Harry. what I said. Now I'm what I'm Harry. I don't know. Start again. All right, Cripps three, Charlie Kerno three, Casbolt two, Doherty two, Rowe two. Then I went Silvani one, Williamson one, Plowman one. That's it. Plowman. I've given four votes to Charlie Kerno uh, because Charlie Kerno did what I asked him to do. If yeah. I'm a coach, and he went out and he did heard it. you. He went out and did it, and I thought he did it with great effectiveness. I thought about only giving him three because he didn't hit the scoreboard, but I didn't. In the end, I thought, Nah, mate, no. Nah. You impacted every time you went near the footy. You, you looked like you were going to impact it, or you did. So I'm giving him, I'm giving him the max. Three to Casbolt, uh, three to Cripps, two to Doherty, two to Rowe. How the hell did you leave Rowe out of your votes? How did you not give Rowe a vote? He didn't get I down that far. I don't know, actually. He didn't get down that far. How the, did you not give Sam Rowe a vote? No, no, that, that's a that's fair let him go. Two to Rowe. No, no, no I'm having a crack no, at him. let him go. Um, one well, to Simo. You both have been ganging up on me tonight. So mm. one to Simo, one to Silvani, and one to Gibbs. Simo, he's just... Look, I, I'm with you. I've been with you, but... He whacked away. We've seen a lot better from him. Of course, him. mate. He's our he's... favourite player. Must be play, being played in a different type of role. Uh, but this is not the Simo that I've been accustomed to over the last 10 years. No, but he's, this, mate, he's, he's getting close. He's closer to the end than he no, is. No, he's not. He's got another one in him. He? <laughs> well, he's got one. One, one more. Okay. But... Come on, Simo. You like these games <laughs> against Sydney? Do something. I just want a bit, bit of a Twitter plug for some people here. 
You got uh, uh, mate. You should see his bloke's out of control on Twitter. Oh, gone. You mad. need to get on Twitter yeah. to see. Yeah, I've gone mad. This bloke's gone. I do check the tweets. Now listen, listen, listen to me. Can yeah, you get got... your own account? I'm not playing. Uh, I'm going to give a plug. You're denying to... the people, mate. Oh, I love the people. Thanks, man. No, they don't need me anyway. You got. Kylie Mumby and Tracy Reed. They're, they're legends. They are legends. They're beauties, man. They I are the so positive, these two ladies. Mm, yeah. They are unbelievable. They're rippers. I'm sorry to one of you. One of you actually went over to Adelaide and watched the, gra- uh, the game. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> right. I think it was Tracy. Anyway, fantastic. <laughs> uh, Spider, he's a beauty. Uh, Spidey. Lan- Spidey, yeah. <laughs> Lance, Rob, Robbie G, Adam Papal, Nick. But I'll tell you now, there's too many to mention. There's 99% positivity. Hamish Clark, um, whoever the one said that we're going to pump up uh, Liam Jones, that's not going to happen. Jazza. Oh, gee, Jazza. played well, by the way. Yeah, yeah he no, did, no. but let's not go Good on, on you, Liam. No, fantastic. No, you know what? It was the mm. most noteworthy performance yeah. by but Liam Jones since he's come to come. But was. the one that I want to talk about is Jazza. He wants to give a plug to his Facebook page, which is Bound by Blue. What? Yeah, go and have a look. I'm not on Facebook. Go and have a look if you like if you if you like it or not. I can't, you know. I I'm not on Facebook. Be careful what you what you say yes to. But I think he's a decent fella. No, he's a good fella. And he actually wants us to do our best team. Um, no injuries involved. If everyone's playing well, can we come up with our best twenty two? Plus, didn't we do that before the, we did that before the year started, didn't we? Maybe, we, no, maybe we'll do one at the halfway mark. The Richmond. No, we'll do, yeah, in our bye week. In we'll the bye that. week. We'll we'll so we'll do that, Jazza. Yep, but yep, yep. for anyone I've missed, well, we might get you next week. But uh, fantastic. Good <sighs> input, and they're not bad. So you know what's going to happen now? What? People are going to go, hey, Bags, give me a mention next week. Hey, Bags, Pumper, give me another mention. Pumper, can you Mate, mention me next week? So next went week, up, we'll, we'll our, f- our show went up by 124 <laughs> followers in one week. So, you know, you've got to give these people some credence. Right? Now, good on you out there. It's great. That's lovely. Um... And again, thanks for having a listen, folks. The numbers have been uh, beyond our wildest dreams in terms of people listening. Uh, and We're going to get a, a sponsor. Oh, yeah. Forget about that. Can someone sponsor us, please? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, or on Twitter, on, on Two all things the ones we want to do. There's people with big companies out there. Mm. Liquor right? us up, somebody. We need, so, no, two things, we need some alcohol in here. We like no, no, a beer. Two, two things we want to do, right? A, we want to make some money. Yeah. Right? Oh, well. No, it doesn't have to be too much. But two, we want... So if there's a publican out there listening to this, it's mm. in the inner north somewhere in Melbourne. Mm. Um, at the end of the year, we want to have a bit of a drink. Uh, all the people that have been listening, we're going to throw it open to the Carlton Show listeners. Jeez, that could be dangerous. Well, it could be. Uh, we'll turn up. The three of us will turn up. Well, if we just need some wharfy mates down to help us out. No, no, no. No, we don't want your... No, we don't... No. <laughs> we just want people who are Carlton Show devotees. We'll let you know. That's the plan anyway at this stage. Oh, uh, Sorry, Lukey Ryan. Superstar. Another superstar. Keeps doing the votes. Yeah. He's a legend. Uh, that is it, folks. We've gone way over time. Uh, Sydney, we... What's a, oh, what's a, I'm, I'm expecting competition and a close-ish game. Same. 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 That's it. We'll see how we go. We'll have a chat about it all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you then. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old Hi, I'm Dr. Gamaverdian from Dental Lounge. Would you like to increase your success, whether it be personal success or career success? Studies have proven that enhancing your smile can enhance your quality of life in every way. 
I've seen hundreds of patients for porcelain veneers and smile makeovers with amazing results. Simply tap the banner and book your free consultation and I'll be happy to show you. And best of all, ask about our interest-free payment plans. Dental Lounge Macquarie Street. Create success with your smile.